from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNY News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Arlene Johnson accepted Credit Union Magazine's 2019 Credit Union Hero of the Year Award at America's Credit Union Conference at Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. As president CEO of Lake Commerce Credit Union in Houston, Texas, Johnson plays a pivotal role in helping members avoid predatory payday lenders and attain affordable lending alternatives. In 2004, Johnson single-handedly wrote the faith-based charter for a credit union that provides services to an underserved population of the community that was largely of African-American descent. Under her leadership, Light Commerce Credit Union has emerged as a beacon in the local community, offering products and services that help her members reach the economic mainstream. Through her tireless efforts, Light Commerce Credit Union merges faith, financial services, and social responsibility. Here, she shares her story. Harleen, before you helped organize Light Commerce Credit Union, you had a successful banking career. Can you tell me about your background? Absolutely. My career started in banking immediately upon graduating from Northeast Louisiana University. I started as a management trainee where I had the opportunity to learn about banking operations. Um, I decided that Frontline was best for me, so I chose a career on the retail side. I worked initially as an assistant manager, a branch manager, and eventually became the Community Reinvestment Act officer for the bank. I have a little experience in the mortgage industry in that I worked as a conventional certification manager prior to relocating to Houston, and I have about 36 years financial service experience overall. Tell me about Light Commerce Credit Union and and how it got its start. I relocated to Houston from Louisiana when I got married in 2001, and initially I chose, and my husband and I both chose, for me to stay at home and be a stay-at-home wife and mom. Always working, after about a year, boredom set in, so I started volunteering at our church on different projects that the pastor assigned. One of my first projects was to research a financial service industry to determine if the church should start a bank or credit union to benefit the members. Because I knew the banking industry, I focused on researching credit unions. I was so amazed at the willingness of other credit unions to help from the beginning of the process. I got help from other credit unions, the Texas Credit Union League, which is now Cornerstone Credit League. All those were very helpful to me. The one thing that resonated with me was people helping people, and that mission aligned with the mission of our church, and it also aligned with the passion of my heart, being able to be a blessing to others uh, by assisting them with their financial services. When I presented the information to the pastor, uh, the decision was made to charter a credit union. Shortly thereafter, my next project was to write the charter application. We opened for business in January of 2004, and in January of this year, we'll be celebrating our 15th year of service. Wow, that's wonderful. So, and I know when these credit unions start, um, generally they need a, a, a lot of help along the way. And you mentioned a couple, the, the Texas Credit Union League was a big help to you. Were there other organizations that kind of helped you along? There were. Uh, in addition to the Texas Credit Union League, which is now Cornerstone, 
the league aligned me with credit unions in the Houston area, and I was able to mentor uh, from those credit union CEOs. Gary Tuma, who was president of Smart Financial Credit Union, allowed me to come in, shadow his leadership team. Debbie Blackshear with SciFair Credit Union did the same. I connected with other faith-based credit unions, and they shared their wisdom and their experiences. And even to this day, I can tell you, I can call any credit union, and uh, they're able to assist me and provide me the support that I need. Locally, we have what's called a Partners in Progress meeting, which is a group of uh, credit union professionals that meet on a monthly basis, and it's an opportunity for us to network, and more importantly, we receive a lot of free uh, education, a lot of free training. Your financial background must have helped as well. I mean, I would think that really would have helped you as far as starting the credit union, kind of just to uh, give credibility to the program. And I think that that helped me tremendously because I did have the financial services background, working on the front line. I knew the importance of customer service whenever you're starting something new. I knew the importance of creating the initial integrity with the program. And I think all those things... uh, from the beginning of being a management trainee to being a community reinvestment act officer to work in the community, all those work together to make our credit union what it is today. What challenges did you face? I mean, I'm sure it was an uphill battle in a lot of ways. Let me start by saying we are a staff of two full-time employees and we have one volunteer part-time. Wow. My day and uh, my FTE's day We're consumed more so with me and doing the operations, uh, keeping up with the finances, more importantly, making sure our members are served in excellence. And, of course, you know there's always a fire to put out. So time management is so critical in my day-to-day operations, and I guess if I needed more time for something, it would be in the long-term strategic planning and uh, further developing the marketing, which are two critical areas, in my opinion, for the long-term viability of the credit union. One thing that when I looked at looked at your website and, and looked at your nomination for the Credit Union Hero, I was really impressed by the depth and breadth of services that you offer. You offer debit cards, online banking. Usually these small credit unions just can't offer these types of services, the number of services. How are you able to do that? We are a faith-based credit union. Our credit union is sponsored by our church, which is New Light Christians in a Church. Right. And when we first opened, the church financially supported the entire operations of our credit union. And as we added products and services and we began to uh, make money through lending, we were able to take on a lot of our operational expenses, all but salaries. So I think this has been, this was, and it continues to be a tremendous help to us, and that has allowed us to grow to our current suite of products and services. We are a small credit union, and because we are small, I am always monitoring our expenses. Um, As contracts are up for renewal, I am looking to see if there is a better way of doing something uh, that will provide us more for less. Uh, A good example is in 2017, uh, the credit union organization board decided that we wanted to switch to do a card and a core conversion. And the purpose behind that was to be able to add yet another product, being mobile banking, 
but more importantly, it was going to give us an opportunity to lower our expenses in those two areas. And can you imagine uh, doing two conversions yeah. in one year with a staff of two? Uh, looking back, it was pretty amazing. And uh, to me, I think that's what uh, that sets us apart and allows us to do more is because we have a great sponsor and we're always watching our bottom line and looking for ways that we can do more and leveraging partnerships so that we can better serve our members and do it in a cost-effective manner. Can you tell me a little bit about your membership, uh, what their needs are and kind of the demographics of it? Our credit union is faith-based. Uh, we serve members of our church and any of their relatives or blood or marriage. Uh, our church is a mega church, so we have campuses uh, in Houston, Texas, North and South Houston, and in Beaumont, Texas. So we basically serve uh, those areas, which means our members are all over the city of Houston. And I just, I think, just like with. Um, any other service provider in, in, in the financial service industry, um, the needs relate to uh, helping them to be able to improve their financial wellness in a cost-effective manner and provide them the financial education so that they can make truly good, sound financial decisions and understand on the front end versus finding out once they've signed the contract um, the negatives that are associated with us. Uh, we have a lot of payday lenders, a lot of predatory lenders in Houston, all probably on every corner, especially in our lower-income underserved areas. They make it very convenient for the members to go in and uh, to get some quick access of money. Uh, one of the things that we did as a financial institution is we decided that when those predatory lenders called us to verify members' deposits, it was important for us not to do it um, without first having the opportunity to speak with the member on a one-on-one. -on -one. And by employing that strategy, we were able to help them to avoid making that decision, and we were able to fill that void in their finances that they were needing at that time. So you're able to talk to the members right when they're with the payday lenders and talk them to coming over to the credit union? What we do is we ask the member to uh, call us back. We want to talk with them one-on-one -on -one prior to uh, them fulfilling the obligation that they're about to start. So when the member disconnects and they call us back, we discuss with them, do you understand what you're doing, the consequences, how this will affect you financially. Uh, let's see if there's another strategy that the credit union can help you with. And by the time the conversation ends, we're able to help them feel that void without having to go through with that loan. That's a tremendous service. I mean, just to the whole community. And you also mentioned financial education. Can you tell me a little bit about your financial education programs? For light commerce, financial education is huge. We take advantage of every opportunity we can to speak to our members about uh, finances at church events, uh, credit union sponsored workshops. Um, I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one free financial counseling. I am a CUNA certified financial counselor, so um, I work with the members on a one-on-one -on -one basis to help them develop strategies to improve their credit and uh, to create a financial budget. It's so awesome to see those strategies being implemented and members being freed of the financial stress just by working a plan. 
Uh, we recognized there was a void in the uh, in the children's uh, 13 to 19 year age group, so we started doing reality fairs, and we have found that uh, for some, this is their first look into what it takes to manage a household and how to manage money, and it, it helps them see that what they do now has a long term impact in their financials. Uh, so a great program. Uh, we normally do at least two a year. We're looking to do more in 2019 just to be able to provide the awareness to that age group. So you're reaching a lot of different demographic ages. I mean, you're, re- you're reaching the, the teenagers as well as the moms and dads. We are. And one of the things we're doing uh, starting February is we're looking to roll out short little webinars, 10 minutes or less. They'll be on our website and our Facebook page. Our first one is going to be on Drive Smart. And the purpose of this video is to just to discuss with them the importance of properly planning before they go to purchase that automobile. Get the pre-approval. Avoid making some of the mistakes uh, when they go to the car dealership and they get caught up on the emotion and not recognize the reality of what comes later. You were recently certified as a community development financial institution. What is that going to enable you to do? We did our first application for an emerging CDFI. Okay. Our plans are long-term to become CDFI certified, but currently we are considered an emerging CDFI. So we applied for a grant, um, and the mission behind that is just uh, our coin word this year is to help our members to achieve their financial greatness. And we want to help them through education, uh, creating new products, and creating new services. So we received $124,000, uh, and one of the things that we want to do with this grant is we're working to develop some type of micro-enterprise loan program for the small business owner just to help that person um, who is wanting to start a business and they need those initial funds. And the program is not all about lending. It's about bringing in the resources and the partnerships to help them on the educational side, working with uh, SCORE and other local universities to do the education to help them. And uh, also, we want to enhance our products and services so that we, uh, we would like to be the credit union of first resort for our members that they think of us. We're top of mind, and they know that when they come to us, not only are they getting the service in terms of being able to speak to us, not being placed on hold, uh, they'll get the service, but they'll get the products as well. One of the programs you were involved in was the Louisiana Love Relief Program. Can you tell me a little bit what that's about? The Louisiana Love Relief Program started after Hurricane Katrina. As you're aware, a lot of uh, the displaced from New Orleans came to Houston. And our church is a mega church in the city, so we opened our doors and we provided assistance to those who had been displaced. I represented the church and the credit union in helping to serve the needs. We partnered with uh, social service providers, uh, apartment complexes, and other key services, and our number one goal was to be able to meet their basic needs of food, clothing, shelter, and our furniture. And through that program and through our partnerships, we served over 5,000 persons. 
And to me, the success was everybody working together, the partnerships uh, working to create the good, to be able to be a blessing to those persons. Um, Not only did it make a significant impact in our community, the credit union game, because we also got new members out of it. Yeah, and I'm sure those people are really engaged with the credit union as well. They are. They are. Some of our great members, as all of them are. One of your other projects is the Faith Village Project, and I know you did some vi- a lot of hard work on that. You did some grant writing. Can you tell me about the Faith Village Project? Faith Village was one of my other projects that I started as a volunteer, uh, a project that was assigned by our pastor who had a desire to provide safe, affordable housing for the elderly. And this project started when I first moved to Houston, and this was, you know, a great opportunity, an excellent opportunity for me to get a chance to network at a local, state, and a uh, federal levels uh, just to learn more about the needs of the community and what programs were out there to assist. My first grant that I'd ever written in my life uh, was to HUD, and it was a grant that was awarded to us for $4.6 million. And that grant allowed us to build 71 units for 62 years of age and older. Um, We needed some additional funding, so I applied for a grant uh, through the city of Houston and got an additional $500,000 to do the project. Not only was I the grant writer, I served on the development team and was responsible for working with the contractors, making sure everybody was in compliance and uh, working with HUD to make sure that the draws were properly funded. And uh, the project opened in late 2006. The credit union has new members as a result of Faith Village. The project is 100% occupied at all times. We have a two-year waiting list, and it was just a great project for our community, and the credit union also was able to get some new members out of the project. That really had to be rewarding for you, and it was, as I said, a wonderful addition to the community. Yeah, you know, elderly are are dear to my heart. So to be able to work with the elderly to make sure that they are not uh, in a place where their finances are not being uh, monitored to, to help them personally. I mean, they come over, they can actually walk to us from Faith Village to the credit union, and uh, we have taken them on as our senior saints is what we call them, and we do whatever we can to help them with their finances and to help protect their finances. What drives you to help the community like this? My passion is to help. And uh, when I was in Louisiana working in banking, I probably started my day at 8 o'clock and probably ended my day at 8 o'clock because of the community service after work. Um, My passion in life is to be able to bless someone with the knowledge that I have. And uh, when I came to Houston, that did not stop. Uh, being a part of a wonderful church um, that uh, supports being able to help not just spiritually to be able to help people in all areas of their life has been a blessing to me because it has allowed me the freedom to be able to present projects and to support those projects so that we can make a difference uh, in our communities. 
And I think I said it earlier, when I can see the person who desired to purchase a home think they would never purchase a home, be able to improve their credit scores, and to be able to buy a home at a great interest rate, that's what keeps me going from day to day. Or when I see that person who desires to purchase a car, not have to go to a total note, but they can actually come into our financial institution and be approved for an automobile loan, and we help them to make sure they're getting good pricing on the car and they drive away in their new car, that takes me to the next level because I know that I am fulfilling my purpose in life to be able to be a blessing to others. And so interesting, it goes back to the motto of the credit union industry of people helping people. What's your vision for Lake Commerce Credit Union? Where do you see the credit union being in five years? We are right at $2.8 million currently, and our goal is to be at about $5 million in five years, if not more. Uh, we want to continue to offer, as you said earlier, we offer a lot of products and services for our size of credit union. So our goal is not necessarily to be able to provide more products and services, but be able to enhance on the products and services that we currently offer and take advantage of opportunities to collaborate, uh, to partner with other organizations that we can add more services that are not costly to the credit union, but helps a member to achieve their overall financial wellness in life. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.